Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your man Lock and Checking In with Lock and Debate Podcast, episode 32, NFL Playoff Edition. Everybody, please remember to follow me on Twitter at LockerRoomDB and on Instagram at LockerRoomDB. Fell at the NFL, but excel in debate. Ladies and gentlemen, Locker Room Debate Podcast. Well, 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 well. It's me. Say it with me, people. Lock it with two T's. What is going on, y'all? What is up? Definitely the sky. Definitely football. Definitely NFL playoff football. And definitely Locker Room Debate Podcast. What is going on, man? It's your man Locker with two T's here checking in. And this is a special NFL playoff edition of Locker Room Debate, episode number 32. I'm excited to bring you guys this show. I got some good, good, good callers and special guests um, that I'll be bringing on today. Um, I got some got some old buddies from college chiming in on what they think about the NFL playoffs. I got a good good buddy I played high school ball with and and have known for years. I'm um, gonna come on and give you guys some of what he thinks betting wise, who he wants to go with this week in the NFL. So um, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to bring you guys a good show. Um, NFL playoff edition. We got some great matchups. I'm actually recording it today, Saturday at 3 p.m. So we're going right before the Falcons game. Want to get this on to you guys. So. Um, we got the Falcons taking on the Seahawks here first Saturday. I'm excited about this matchup. Very, very excited. My home team, Dirty Birds, going to do some big things. Uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a great, 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 uh, great day for the Falcons for the Dirty Birds. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see. Um, it, I'm excited to see if the Dirty Birds can pull it off. I know Seahawks are tough. Russell Wilson and those guys, the Seattle defense. Um, I think we can pull it off. Uh, I just think it's going to take a valiant effort from our defense stepping up and, and playing lights out. I think our offense is going to be fine. So um, we'll see how our corners hold up against uh, the passing attack of Seattle. But I think we have to stop the run first. I think it's the biggest thing we must do in order to be uh, successful coming up uh, here in about an hour or two. So the other game is uh, tonight. The Patriots taking on the Texans. Um, I'm in the consensus here, I think the Patriots are going to take down the Texans pretty easily. Um, but I am uh, a little different. I think I am going to take the plus 15 and a half spread, though. Um, the underdog Texans, though, I think they're going to score late and actually beat this spread. I'm one of the few in the minority when it comes to that. But um, I definitely think Patriots win this game still pretty easily. Um, but 15 and a half is, is a lot of points uh, you got to win by no matter how much. An offense is inept. I think uh, it's the playoffs, and I think the Texans will compete better than most people think against the Patriots tonight. So um, those are the two Saturday matchups. We also have Dallas and the Packers um, going Sunday. Um, they're going first. They were the second game, but they moved the um, they moved the uh, Steelers Kansas City game back from one o'clock to eight o'clock due to weather. They're going to be having some freezing. There, so just gonna give the trucks uh, time to clear the roads and everything in Kansas City. So they're gonna be the second game um, coming up on Sunday, and uh, 
I like Dallas uh, against the Packers. It's a tough one. Uh, I got a guy coming on later on, Mr. Jones, Jonathan Jones from Wake Forest, and he'll kind of echo uh, my sentiments as, as far as it's tough to pick that game. It's 50-50 to me. I mean, you go with the youth and the, or or an inexperienced guys that are hot and, and you know, had a great regular season with the, the triplets, Dak, Dez, and um, Zeke, or do you go with Mr. Aaron Rodgers, Mr. Reliable, the hottest quarterback in the NFL, arguably the best quarterback in the NFL, and the Green Bay Packers, but they're my, minus Jordy Nelson. So, but I like Dallas. I like Dallas here. I think Dallas is going to wear them down, keep Aaron Rodgers off the field with that running game, and ultimately beat uh, the Packers and go to the NFC Championship. Um, the other game, the Pittsburgh-Kansas City game, I think moving a game late actually benefits Pittsburgh. I think they have more time to rest up, heal up, get acclimated to Kansas City, to the weather, different things like that. Um and it benefits Big Ben as well. He's been kind of banged up, more treatment. Um, so I think ultimately um, the big three for Pittsburgh is going to be the difference in the game. I know Kansas City has the best defense left in the playoffs, in my opinion, even better than the Texans um, because I think Texans are just the best statistically, but I think the Chiefs are better um, man for man matching up. Um, so it's uh, it's it's pretty – it's pretty uh, – Pretty tough pick is spreads minus one and a half, but I'm liking the Steelers here to win outright and to cover that spread simply because I think the, like I said, the big three for them, Bell, Brown, and Ben will do what they're supposed to, and they'll move on to take on the Patriots in the AFC championship. Um, so yeah, so that's just a quick little intro for you guys. Um, I didn't want to waste too much time. I wanted to get my guest on here. Um, the first guest I have coming on the show today, um, former Wake Forest Demon Deacon, um, play ball with me. Um, he goes by the name of Marcus Williams. Um, and, uh, he's a, he's a real, real, real football junkie, real football talking head. So, um, without further ado, let's go ahead and bring him on. So Marcus, welcome to the show. Locker debate podcast. It's your man, Locker with two T's checking in. I just want to give you a quick ring and ask you, what is the number one factor that's going to determine a victory for the Atlanta Falcons coming up, uh, today in a divisional playoff? When the Seattle Seahawks has the, have the ball and the Falcons are on defense, if Russell Wilson can be uncomfortable, the game's over. Mm. So, so, so do you feel that our uh, pass rush, um, led by Vic Beasley, sack master, um, against a, a young, uh, still kind of gelling O-line is going to be the difference in the game? I think so, because... Um, Atlanta's going to do what Atlanta's going to do as far as put up points and score. And the Seattle Seahawks defense is, is still there, even with missing Earl Thomas. They still have the you know pretty much the core of their defense and are going to cause havoc. Um, but if the Falcons not necessarily need to sack Russell Wilson, but to make him feel uncomfortable, um, I think that's where the Seahawks won't be able to keep up with the Falcons' scoring attack. Okay. Cool. 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 I love the insight, man. I love the insight. So, uh, one last question for you, man. So, as it pertains to the whole NFL playoffs, if you had to pick your Super Bowl uh, participants right now, who would your two participants participants I'm, be, and why? I mean, I said this week one: uh, Pittsburgh Steelers versus Atlanta Falcons. Um, the reason I say that is because Pittsburgh has two playmakers, actually three playmakers. Um, that have experience, that are all pro bowlers and are at the top of their game right now when you're dealing with Big Ben, uh, Brown, and um, Le'Veon Bell. I think uh, 
Ben Brown and Bell is going to get it done. Um, Atlanta Falcons, I think, is their year. I think if they can get over the hump of Seattle, um, their matchups, whether it's Green Bay or Dallas, uh, look fitting to get to the championship. I think um, Pittsburgh's got a tougher road to get through New England, and obviously they got to handle um, uh, Kansas City this week. But uh, I think uh, if the Steelers, I think the Steelers can do it just with those three playmakers. Um, regardless of the, the overall team of New England. Oh, wow. Okay, there you have it. So Marcus Williams here picks the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Said He called it week one. So if if this pans out and uh, these guys make the Super Bowl, we'll definitely have to have to give you a ring back and get you back on the show. But appreciate the insight, man. Appreciate the time and uh, have a good rest of your day, sir. Thank you, man. Have a good And that was Marcus Williams. Uh on a call, giving us his insight on uh, what he thinks is going to happen in the, the rest of the playoffs here. Um, I appreciate the appreciate the call from him, and um, like I said, it's an old Wake Forest buddy, so he definitely uh, knows knows a little something about football, um, and 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 definitely some NFL football. So I appreciate him for that. Now, um, this is the part of the show where I like to talk about my lock lines and. And my predictions for my picks. This is an NFL version. So I'm going to bring on a special guest. He goes by the name of Will Judson. And um, we're going to have him on after a short break. All right. See you guys in a sec. Against the spread. Over and under. For fun. Or for real hard cash. Get your pen and pad ready. Because it's time for Locks Lines. On Locker Room Debate. Podcast. Hey, what's going on, Mr. Judson? It's Locker with two T's here on Locker Room Debate. How you doing today? I'm good, man. Just sit I hey, you called me right when I was looking at the lines, man. Oh, you oh, okay. So you're getting involved. So you do a little betting, huh? Oh, absolutely, man. I just started probably, you know, earlier this year when I was sitting out on the road working. I needed something to do. So I mean, you know, that competitive nature is coming out of me. I try to gamble at least four or five times a week. Nice. See, that's my type of guy right there, y'all. This man is is does it faithfully. So, but uh, Mr. Justin, man, I had a quick question for you, man. So we got a big, big playoff slate coming NFL. Who do you like this weekend? Do you like Falcons between Falcons, Seahawks? We got Steelers, Chiefs. We got Patriots, Texans, and we have Dallas and the Packers. Who are you who you who you like to come out of those matchups? Okay, so I'll start with New England. Uh, <clears throat> as as we saw earlier this year. Shoot, the the Patriots beat the Texans with Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. So I think once you put Tom Brady in the situation, it's it'll they'll cover that spread easy. Um, it's fifteen and a half, I think. So I expect New England to beat them by seventeen points. Now the Houston Texans, they might actually have the number one ranked defense in terms of you know total yardage per game, but I actually think the Patriots have a better defense than them. And Brock Osweiler being the quarterback that he is, he's a game manager at best. And for the Texans to win, he's going to have to not turn the ball over and make plays. And I don't see that happening in Foxborough. Okay. Um, when you think about New England and Kansas, or not New England, but Pittsburgh, uh, excuse me, Kansas City and Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. Kansas City, they, they came on strong lately, but I still don't think they can match up with Pittsburgh. I think we saw early in the season, uh, Kansas City was just, outmanned by uh, Pittsburgh and now Pittsburgh's defense is playing on a much higher level than they were earlier um, now that they've moved the game to 830 due to weather I oh, think wow. that favors Pittsburgh yeah um, in the passing game and just all the skill skill guys they have 
I think Pittsburgh will win that. It'll be a little bit closer. It's hard to win at Arrowhead, but I think Pittsburgh can get that done. Okay. And then <clears throat> when you come over to the NFC, these are the tricky matchups. Uh, as far as the – I'll start with Green Bay and Dallas. Okay. I think Green Bay is coming in here hot, but Dallas with that running game and a sneaky, a sneaky good defense. It's not great statistically, but I think playing at home – with their starters having some time to get healthy, as far as, you know, Morris Claiborne coming back and Sean Lee, all those guys, I think Dallas will actually be able to run the football with Ezekiel Elliott. Um, I think this game will be close because, once again, you've got two rookies in the backfield. You've got Zeke and uh, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott has played pretty much mistake-free all year. I think he might stumble a little bit in this game, but at the end of the day, I think playing at home um, with that running game and that offensive line dominating the line of scrimmage, I think Dallas will come out um, on top. I, I expect it to be around a three-point game. Mm, nice. <clears throat> okay. And, and then when you look at Atlanta and Seattle, this is a this is a game. First of all, the Falcons, you know, they owe them for early, from earlier in the season. Um, I think the Falcons match up pretty well with the Seahawks. Um, it's not the same team from a few years ago when they met in the playoffs. I think the Seahawks defense um, isn't quite as good as it's been in the past. And uh, I think playing at home, people, I don't know why I was, I was watching TV today and um, Skip Bayless in particular, he, he doesn't think that the home field advantage is, you know, lively in Atlanta, but it actually gets loud in that dome. I think the Seahawks coming to town, making that long trip from the West coast, um, not having a defense that, um, it's pretty much a shell of itself being that Earl Thomas is out. Um, and they're just not, you know, Michael Bennett and, uh, the other guy, I can't remember the other defensive end right now, Michael Bennett and somebody else. I can't think of the name, but um, they can dominate a game. But at the same time, I think all the weapons that the Falcons have, um, both running backs, Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman, along with Julio and, Gabriel and Sanu, and then Alex Hooper's coming back too as well. Austin Hooper, I think that's his name. Yeah, um, he's yeah. coming back. I think the Falcons will be able to pull it off, and I expect them to even cover the spread. I think they're up by five on the spread right now. Yeah. Um, as far as being the favorite, I think they'll be able to come, um, get it done, and go to Dallas next week, and hopefully get to the Super Bowl. Well, there you have it. You guys heard it first from Mr. Judson there. His predictions for the playoffs. Appreciate the time. I appreciate him checking in. Awesome caller. He always has great insight. And uh, I'll be definitely having him back on the show. So I appreciate you, Will. Thanks, man. Um, but, yeah, so so now coming up is um, um, this is a new segment I, I want to bring to you guys. It's called NFL Sound Off. And uh, this is just a segment where I let, let former football players, whether you played high school, college, NFL, anything, just come on and just talk about uh, football moving forward. And in particular, this, this particular uh, – uh, time I have uh, Mr. Jones, Jonathan Jones, former Wake Forest linebacker, um, safety, wide receiver, man. He played almost every position on the field you could think of. He's a super athletic guy, um, played with me at Wake. So wanted to bring him on and ask him about the NFL playoffs. And uh, he, uh, he he gave us some good some good words here. And I uh, wanted to let you guys hear. Locker Room Debate Podcast, Locker with 2T checking in. How you doing today, Mr. Jones? I'm good. What's going on? Nothing much, man. I was just hitting you up today, man. I was. This is our segment of the show we like to call NFL Sound Off, and just want to get a quick, quick synopsis. See what you thought about this weekend's matchups, man. First, starting off with the Falcons Seahawks. Who you like in the game? And just give me a little bit about. Give me a little bit about the game. What you looking, looking, looking to see this weekend? Falcons Seahawks. I know I'm talking to a dirty bird. Who you got? <laughs> um, I'm gonna be real with you. Uh, 
I'm actually liking Atlanta this weekend. What? And I'm kind of I'm kind of nervous to say that because me, I normally go with, you know, you look at the quarterbacks and you look at the defense and the Seahawks always defense always travels, but with Earl Thomas being out, um with Seahawks offense, I think they're only scoring averaging like 15 points on the road right now. You get in the dome and you got Julio and Matt Ryan with no Earl Thomas back there. So Julio might go crazy this weekend. I I got to lean towards Atlanta just because I don't know if Seattle is going to be able to keep up with them scoring wise. So I know Matt Ryan has quote unquote had his troubles in the postseason, but I think this might be, I mean, everything Everything leans toward them having a big game, him having a big game, and just kind of getting them over that hump. So I got to roll with Atlanta this weekend. Man. Oh man, well you know I like that man because I'm a I'm an Atlanta fan to the death of me. So right, that's, that's, right, right. I'm, I'm definitely rocking with that. So the next matchup I wanted to ask you about, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers traveling to Kansas City. Um, who you like in that matchup, man? They actually moved the game back to eight twenty, the night game from one o'clock due to some bad weather. So. Um, right. I think that me personally, I think that's going to be an advantage for Pittsburgh. I think that gives them more time to rest up. You know, they right. had a game. Um, I think, you know, just being on the road, you know, you got more time just to get acclimated to the whatever you need to get acclimated to. So what's your thoughts on that game? man? Um, honestly, if it was anybody else but Pittsburgh going into Arrowhead, I'd probably give the nod to KC. But I mean, the weather, I don't think it's not going to affect Pittsburgh like it would a Miami or somewhere. It gets just as cold in Pittsburgh, and they have the same type of uh, weather conditions that they're going to see in Kansas City. So it's not going to be anything new to them. It's not going to be anything that's going to catch them off guard. Um, I was a little bit hesitant, you know, a little bit worried about Big Ben's ankle from last week. But if there's been anybody that's known to play hurt, it's Big Ben. So that doesn't really even come in come into consideration this weekend. So I'm a lean – for the road team this week. They oh, have wow. Le'Veon Bell. They got Big Ben, Antonio Brown. So those are three guys that you know they're going to put up numbers. Um, defense is really good for KC, but I'm looking more offense. Their running game is kind of, you know, hit or miss. And I just don't think – I mean, they do have the Tyreek Hill. Hill, I think that's his name, Tyreek yeah, Hill. Yeah, Tyreek Hill, yeah. Kid, he's like instant off offense. He kind of reminds me a lot of Dante Hall. Yeah. Uh, in the way he can turn a punt return, a speed sweep, or a kickoff return, anything into, you know, a big play. But, um, like I said, the firepower that's with the Steelers, I just I got to look for Big Ben and the, and the road team. Okay. So, right now, Mr. Jones has the Falcons and he has the Steelers. Moving to the next match, we have the Patriots hosting the Texans. Is there anything that would make me think that you're not going to take the Patriots here? Nothing. There's nothing. <laughs> There's the only thing this I kind of like you've been he- hearing everybody that's talking about. I mean, even the point spread is like one of the biggest point spreads Vegas has done for a, a playoff game in NFL history. I think, it's like, I think it's up to like 16 now or something like that. Yep, minus 16. If, if you, yeah, if you think about it, it's crazy for an NFL game period, but especially a, a playoff game. Um, but no, I'm taking Tom Brady. I'm taking Tom Brady nine times out of 10 against most people. But especially, I mean, against Brock Osweiler, I mean, the Texans have a good defense, but there's there's almost nothing that could get me unless they tell me, no, even if Tom Brady got hit in the, 
got in a car wreck this weekend and wasn't going to be able to play, I'd probably still take the Patriots. It's just, <laughs> it's, I just don't see it happening. Um, last year with the Super Bowl, one thing that made me lean toward Denver is because for two weeks, everybody was saying how bad Carolina was going to beat them. And I was like, ah, that's probably going to go to a disadvantage Carolina because Denver's going to get tired of hearing that. They're going to come ready to play. They're going to be locked in. But even in this situation where everybody's saying that um, the Patriots are going to annihilate them, um, I still got to go with Tom Brady and the Patriots because they're not one of those teams that's going to get ahead of themselves. They're not going to have the big head. They're not going to underestimate them. They're going to execute and they're going to go out and they're they're more likely going to run them out of uh, run them off the field pretty easily. Yeah, well, I definitely agree with you on that one. I'm taking the Patriots all day there. Um, in the last game, the last matchup of the week of the playoff week, and a lot of people calling this the the big game. We have the Green Bay Packers, hot Aaron Rodgers, 19 touchdowns, no interceptions, last seven games, taking on the the new triplets, Dak, Dez, and Zeke. Who are you taking in this one, man? Man, this is probably my hardest call of the weekend. Um, because you I like I like Aaron Rodgers, and there's nobody hotter, even as well as Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan probably gonna be the MVP. I know you like that shout out. Oh, I love that. But, yes, sir. Uh, um nobody in these past what six weeks or so of the season nobody's been hotter than Aaron Rodgers so um this is a tough one because I like I like Dak I like Zeke Dez has been a little bit up and down but ah the offense the O-line for Dallas it's hard for me to go against that it's hard for me to pick against Aaron Rodgers it's almost like a toss-up like um you know what? I gotta go. I gotta go with experience. Um, I'm going to pick Aaron Rodgers and the pack. Um, gosh, and I don't even feel good about it. I actually, I actually think I want the Cowboys to win. I like Zeke. I like Dak a lot. I like both those guys. Um, I like the way they come in and and perform this year. So I I want them to have a good run in the playoffs. Especially, I don't want people to. If they lose this game, then everybody tries to say, well, Dak isn't a franchise quarterback. He's not what we thought he could be and everything like that. So I want to see him play well. I want to see them have a good game. I think I want the Cowboys to win. Um, but I I gotta, I guess I got to go with with Aaron Rodgers. It's, if, he, if he can play and, and put some points up, I think they got a real chance. Jordy Nelson being out um, scares me a little bit. Just because that's one less last weapon. Season, last season without Jordy Nelson, their offense was just terrible. So if that's what you're looking at, then it's Cowboys all the way. But as hot as Aaron Rodgers is, I'm saying, I mean, Devontae Adams has played really well this year. So I'm going to say the drop-off this week with not having Jordy Nelson isn't going to be as bad as it was last year when he was out with the ACL. Um, so I'm going to say Aaron Rodgers figures out a way to pull it out, um, in Jerry world. Like I said, I don't feel good about it, but I, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the pack. Okay. All right. You rocking with the pack. I, I, I'm, I'm Dallas. Uh, just to give you a little background on that. I really want Dallas to win because my Falcons going to take out Seattle. My brother's a diehard Dallas fan. So we've already got flights <laughs> to Dallas for the NFC championship. If they both like make it. it. So we, I mean, he's I like, like you know, he got Dallas cup holders and all kind of stuff. So he's, I like it. it's going to be a fun little, fun little uh, battle. Yeah. If they both make NFC championships. So. That, 
I'm telling you, man, like I don't feel good about it because like I'm with you. I want Dallas to win. So it's hard for me to pick against the team that I'm I'm rooting for, I guess. But it's just but, it's like they say, it's hard to go against that man Aaron Rodgers right now. Man, it's so hard to go against Aaron Rodgers and the Dallas defense, even though it's I guess their numbers, their stats have been decent on paper so far this year. They're not as I don't think they're as good as their stats are saying. I think they've been ahead. Uh, you know, the running game has been able to control stuff. Dak doesn't turn the ball over, so they've been able to get ahead in games. And then you know, teams got to try to come from behind and everything. So I don't think the defense is as good as maybe it says on paper. Not necessarily personnel, just <clears throat> excuse me, just their stat wise. Um, I think they have like a top scoring defense or something like that. But Aaron Rodgers, man, he's going to find a way. To get points, if he get if he gets in the red zone, I think he's gonna get touchdowns. I don't think they'll be gonna be kicking a bunch of field goals. So it's gonna be it's gonna be. Can they keep Aaron Rodgers off, off the field, or can Dak and Zeke be able to put up no, enough points, you know, to match Aaron Rodgers? So I'm gonna just say, I think Aaron Rodgers puts up a few more points. Well, there you have it. See, I mean, it's and and to be totally honest with you, everybody we've called, everybody we've talked to on this show. Have felt the same way. All I feel like all the other games, most people are leaning towards Atlanta, Pittsburgh, and the Pats. But the Dallas Packers game is like a war of of what do you what do you feel is going to prevail? Do you go with youth? Right. You know, do you go with youth? Do you go with guys that are bursting on the scene but don't really know anything, so they don't know about the big you know playoff spotlight, and they just right. come out here and ball? Or do you go with the guy that's won Super Bowl title who's the last time he was on a run like this, won the Super Bowl, taking out Pittsburgh, you know, it, and a lot of people just say the greatest quarterback they've seen him with their own two eyes as far as just talent-wise. Um, it's it's a it's a split right down the middle for that particular reason. So don't feel like, you know, you're just singled out. Because for the, for the longest, I was battling that same thing. But to me, right. I feel like Dallas is going to keep Aaron Rodgers off the field long enough for them to hold on barely. Just with the controlling the ball with Zeke, you know, short dink and dunk passes with Dak. Right. You know, office in line, get, you know, moving Green Bay. Although Green Bay does have the best rushing defense in the NFL, you know, Do as they? far as yards per game. Yeah, they've had the best okay. all year. But the one week they gave up the most yards of the of the year was when Dallas went to pack to Green Bay earlier this season. Zeke had 140 yards. Right. And a touchdown. You know, so it's so what do you what's gonna give you know, is Aaron Rodgers going to finally throw that interception? You know, he hasn't thrown one yet. You know, is that going right. to open up the floodgates without Jordy? You know, Morris Claiborne's coming back for the Packers. I mean, for the Cowboys, is that going to take away a receiver? You know, Morris Claiborne's a pretty darn good corner when he's healthy. Right. Skandrick, they're getting healthy. They had a week off. Gregory and those guys, you know. So that's the thing with, with this game is so many factors. But I totally understand you taking Aaron Rodgers. And you're, you're making me feel worse about the pick. But, but I, like you said, something has to give. Something is going to have to give because Dak, Zeke's been solid all year. Dak's been solid all year. He hasn't really made many mistakes. He hasn't really shown. I mean, he's had a couple below average games. I'm not even going to call them bad games, below average games. But he hasn't really had many rookie moments. I think he's done very well with showing poise and, like, kind of even stepping up in big moments, you know, having game-winning drivers and everything like that. So I don't think he's going to get overwhelmed by the moment. Um, but it is a, a completely new experience. It's something he hasn't done before. Um, but you are going against a guy that's been there before. He's done it. He's won super, a Super Bowl, not Super Bowls, but a Super Bowl. 
So uh, something something is going to have to give one way or the other, and it's kind of like a toss up as to what you think is going to happen. I guess we'll just we'll just see. Uh, there, what's the line on that? What's the, the line, line on that one right now is minus three for Dallas. Not minus three, Dallas. That's a close one. Uh, man, uh, let, me, let me go back and check though. Let me, let me just double check. I, I couldn't. I couldn't bet on it. I just that was one I couldn't bet confidently on that one. Yeah, I, I mean, to me, it's hard for me to bet if Aaron Rodgers is the underdog. That's hard. Actually, they pushed it up to minus four and a half, Dallas. If it stays at minus four and a half, I'm taking Green Bay. I was just about to say minus four and a half. I'd probably take Green Bay. Um, you just because I just feel like okay, if they're up, say Dallas is up ten late or something like that. You know, Aaron Rodgers with his magic will come back. I feel like they would cover that and they right. lose by you know have a twenty eight twenty seven game or something wild. Right. Like I feel like that's the only way you're going to eliminate the Packers. And right. it has to be some freakish Mason Crosby miss an uh, extra point. And that tips the balance of the game going back and forth or whatever. And then it's just, you know, Cowboys kick a field goal to win it late or something. Aaron Rodgers, just, just, he doesn't have enough time to throw a Hail Mary. You know, something crazy. Right. That's like, what I was thinking. I was saying somebody's going to have to make a game-winning drive or kick a last-minute field goal or something to win this one, I feel like. So I would definitely – four and a half, I'd take, I'd take the pack. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm right there with you, Mr. Jones. So, But, yeah, man, I appreciate the time. Man, it was a great call. Uh, definitely, definitely. The listeners are going to enjoy, you know, everything you have to say. But um, I definitely have to have you on again, man. I appreciate all the insight and uh, look forward to having you back on Locker Room Debate, man. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Anytime, man. Just let me know. All right. And there you have it. That's Mr. Jones on the Sound Off segment. I appreciate all the callers, Mr. Judson, Mr. Jones, and Mr. Williams, Marcus Williams, for calling in today, giving their insight on the NFL playoff situation. I'm excited for today's game. I'm actually about to leave right now, go to my buddy's house, and get it on and cracking Atlanta Falcons, Seattle Seahawks. So um, I appreciate you guys checking in and, uh, uh, you know, lending me your ears for for look for 30 minutes. So it's your man, Locker with two T's checking in Locker Debate podcast. I will see you guys next time on Locker Debate 33. Y'all have a great weekend. Go Falcons. They say this is a big, rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Bright light, city life, I gotta make it, this is where it goes down I just happen to come up hard Legal or illegal, baby, I gotta make it I never it. took a straight path nowhere Life's full of twists and turns, bumps and bruises I live, I learn I'm from that city full of yellow cabs and skyscrapers